Hi everyone, I'm here with a very special guest today, uh, Santa Claus from the North Pole Enterprises. Santa, thanks very much for, for joining me today. Oh, nice. Nice for you to have me. Thank you. So, quick question I had. So, is it Santa Claus or is it Nick Christmas, Father Christmas? How do you like to be called? Oh, people call me all sorts. So, yeah. So, like, look, let's uh, dispense with the formalities. You don't need to call me Saint. Nick's fine. Santa Claus or... That fat fellow that jumps down my chimney on Christmas. Anything you like, Chris, anything you like. So, so Nick, let's just start there. So obviously, it's a really busy time of year for, for North Pole Enterprises at the moment. You've got the run-up to the festive season. And I imagine, like, volumes are up. What, what kind of themes are you seeing in the factory and really amongst your clients, I suppose? Yeah, everybody wants everything now, Chris, don't they? Everything's, like, instant. Back in the day, mm. you could get away with stuff, but now everything's, like, instantaneous. So every child thinks the next day delivery is like a, a thing and you can you know i've got a sleigh i've not got a teleporter mm. and then obviously in terms of the quality of the gifts and the toys and stuff everybody wants artisanal organic sustainably sourced stuff i long for the days to tell you the truth when i could just go out chop a tree down and make a train without having mm. to replace it mm. and then obviously everything's ai powered now and there's teenagers that want gifts that just can't be found in the physical realm. So virtual reality experiences, mm. VR headsets. And last year, even me, I had a real problem trying to find a PS5. Makes you long for the days when you just got socks and board games, doesn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh and how do you keep up to date with the latest technology trends? Is there like a, a conferences you go to? What's what sort of you put money into research? You just mentioned like a, a whole sort of wave of consumer electronics that, that have come through that. What's your main avenue to staying up to date? Uh, it's very difficult to stay up to date when you've got a workshop full of elves, to tell you mm. the truth. I try and I look on blogs. Uh, I am on Twitter or, or X as it's called now, but I, I keep my I keep my profile hidden because I don't want a load of people to contact me. Yeah. And then, yeah, just overall, just having a look at things like ChatGPT and things like that. I actually developed my own application. It was called Naughty GPT. It <laughs> was uh, it was to analyze all of the conversations that were going on online and. Uh, and yeah, give me a ranking on the naughty and nice list, but unfortunately yep. didn't pass GDPR requirements. And therefore I've had to sell the domain name to an OnlyFans rival. <laughs> okay. It seems like that's uh, unfortunate for your investment there. And I suppose, how do you really understand between what people ask for and what they think they want versus what they actually want? Because we all know that sometimes we ask for presents and we don't necessarily want it versus what we actually really desire. There's a little bit of psychology that kind of goes on there. I mean, are you able to see that with your new sort of AI or analysis to understand what people actually really want versus what they, what they say they want? I think nowadays people want me to be a mind reader it was very. It was much simpler back in the day. By getting gifts, every child was just happy to just get something at Christmas. I think nowadays, with just everybody becoming just more the commercialization of everything, everybody mm. expects the world. But yeah, it's, it has become a lot harder. And even just looking at stuff online, um, what people say they want and what people actually want is completely different, isn't it? Trying to understand the psychologies and stuff like that, yeah, it's always a challenge, and not least because I'm so busy, like yeah. just running around from here, there, and everywhere. Like I know last Christmas, uh, one of my reindeers got an inner ear infection, and I was supposed to be going to Barbados, and it ended up in Blackpool. With all of that, and trying to understand the ever-changing demands, yeah, it's just an absolute nightmare. 
And you talk about volume there and being busy. It does seem like it's a very sort of seasonal kind of business, very busy over, over the end of the year. How do you manage from a, a capacity point of view? Are you producing sort of a volume throughout the whole of the year and then spike towards the end of the year? Or do you have even have things like furlough schemes for, for the elves? Have you ever tried working with elves, Chris? <laughs> no, I haven't, no. The, they're particularly good at some things, but they're particularly bad at other things. And one is organising the time. Yeah. So what we try and do is over the course of the year, we try and, and build toys and things like that just to satisfy the demand, obviously, as we get into peak. The issue is that using the kind of traditional methods that we've got around workforce planning and things, typically, like every single elf that I've got on my workshop right now tries to book off Christmas. Mm. Like what they, I don't even know what they're doing. Mm. You know that we're working, but they're not particularly logical. Yeah, we're starting to use like some more, some more kind of futuristic kind of methods now. Uh, we're using AI to optimize, optimize demand throughout the year and trying to ease it off because elves are very, very energetic, but they do get tired. And we have been using kind of the AI to look at how we optimize sleigh routes over the course of uh, Christmas Day, although. Mm. I still find it very creepy that you can go online and you can watch me watch me flying all over the world. It's a bit stalkerish, isn't it? Yeah, you find that a bit of an invasion of privacy, or I don't get much. I don't get much privacy as it is. It's I live in a house with my wife and twelve hundred. 1200 elves and they're not known to to be able to socially distance <laughs> well, so, oh, just on that point how do you manage that whole sort of work-life balance you're out a lot especially around this time of year you're out a lot you're never at home there's a, a certain amount of like stress in terms of getting the stuff done and delivered how do you manage that work-life balance you're yeah. joking there's absolutely no work-life balance in my line of work yeah. to tell you the truth it's christmas all the <laughs> way is it yeah, just my entire life is Christmas. I'm like one of those sad people on Channel 5 that the person who has Christmas 365 days a year, that's my life. So, yeah, you think you can just pop down chimneys one night a year and take the rest off like that. It's not a chance. There's, there's toy production, there's reindeer training, sleigh maintenance, not to mention the endless list of dietary requirements and things like that. And yeah. last year, post-COVID, I'd stayed in quite a bit. I'd had a bit more around my midriff. And when we did the chimney training, I was struggling to get down every single chimney. It was an absolute nightmare. So having to having to cut weight for Christmas was like trying to be a, uh, a UFC fighter. Yeah, yeah we all have to hit the gym a little bit, don't we? Usually for the rest of it, it's in the run-up after Christmas rather than before Christmas. Yeah, the, most of the thing that I do after Christmas is that, yeah, I, I drink whiskey and put my feet up for at least a couple of days before it all starts again. Maybe no, have a round of golf with the Easter bunny. Yeah, no doubt. So you mentioned there a little bit about the pandemic, and obviously we've been through the pandemic, and it feels like a distant memory now, doesn't it, to a certain extent? But how did you manage? We a lot of us were remote working. Were you guys remote working, and have you all gone back in the office now? Have you mandated the elves now back in back in the office? It's quite interesting around around that type of thing. Look, we never left the office. We were always in the office. I think the fortunate thing is me being a higher entity. And the elves are immune, being a fictional being, they're immune to uh, human viruses. So I think that was quite lucky. We did try and introduce social distancing into the workshops. It was absolutely possible, like elves are very social creatures and they were just all over each other. Mm. And they're always chatting and being social and stuff. To be honest with you, yeah, it's nice for a time. And I know Christmas is nice, but spending 365 days of your life with elves jumping all over you. Mm. It's, it can be quite wearing, but yeah. but they are very cheap labour. <laughs> <laughs> Fair 
Very good. I mean, it seems like um, things are getting back to normal a little bit. You talked a little bit about the amount of travel that you do over the over the festive period. There's so much focus on ESG, certainly, and there's an environmental um, element. How, how do you justify, to ask a bit of a pointed question, going around the world in a single day just under ESG? And how does it affect your ESG reporting? Yeah, that's the big thing that's, got, that's hanging over me at the moment. Look, Rain, day, rain days are very ecologically friendly. They run on like a low methane diet now, less beans, more carrots. The sleigh is powered by Christmas spirit, not fossil fuels, so it's zero emissions. So I am trying to do my bit uh, as much as I can. Fantastic. And I suppose just going back to feedback, what do you think the scope is for giving using AI to give feedback to your elves? I mean, are you starting to investigate some of that? Yeah, we've tried to we've tried to take feedback like over over the years. I think the cha- the challenge is that the elves are relatively sensitive creatures, and they feel as though in Lapland doing a bit within the workshop that all of the quality of work is is particularly great. But you've seen you've seen the Santa Claus movie about myself. You saw what Dudley Moore did with a little bit of Christmas spirit and a little bit of machinery, Mm. like you can all mess up. Yeah, what we're trying to do is we're trying to provide a bit of feedback whilst also not having another Dudley Moore situation. Okay. And and so thanks very much. What do you think is going to happen in the next sort of five years? If you look at the future of Christmas, you look at the future of this sort of the festive season, you look at the future of North Pole Inc. Where do you think we're going? What are the trends? I don't know if I could predict everything, then I probably wouldn't be here. I'd be on a beach like as a lottery winner rather mm. than being like a jumped up delivery driver, really. <laughs> but mm. uh, I'll give it a go. I expect that kids' wish lists will be even more complicated with more demands, things like personal robots and trips to Mars and pet unicorns and all this type of nonsense. Gonna have to get Mrs. Claus to enroll in some advanced engineering and genetics courses, I yeah. think. From a techno- technology perspective, look, we've, I've used rain days for as long as I can remember, but I think eventually it'll just be more efficient for me to replace my sleigh and my rain days with a drone fleet. Get a few drones, stick a red nose on the front, get my face on the back and get them dropping the, the stuff down the chimneys. Um, I think that's probably the way it'll go. And then, look, I think the final thing is I just... I'd just like to see a little bit more kindness and understanding in the world. There's been a lot of fighting around now, and I don't personally have that many sacks of coals. More milk and cookies left out, less fighting, and maybe a few carrots for the rain day. Yeah. So thanks very much. I really appreciate making the time. So I know it's a super, super busy time for you. Very much echo your sentiments there at the end of the call. And I I wish you a, a a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Chris, and to everybody.